All right, welcome to episode 15 of the Small Talk podcast of the Smallgan Real Estate team. Today we're with Rachel Meraki. Uh, Rachel's goal is to make you believe in yourself and to not let others determine your happiness. Uh, Rachel does this through the art of hair and not just hairstyling. Rachel, tell me a little bit about your newest venture and certification. So um, my newest venture is non-surgical hair replacement. So what that is, is um, I would say like the modern day toupee for men and women. Okay. Um, so I can completely customize it to you. I can color it. I can, it'll sit on your head and you won't be able to tell that. Okay. I have it, you know, it on. I, I imagine that's uh, like a pretty new thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's very new. So um, I, throughout my career, I've always kind of gravitated towards women who have finer hair and, or men that have finer hair and, um, with hair color, I can, I can enhance the, their hair to make it look fuller. And so, and I do extensions, I've done tape-ins, I've done sew-ins and everything like that. So doing something with hair loss is kind of just like a natural progression that I feel like my career has gone into. And I saw this video on TikTok and I learned so much on TikTok, I know, like yeah. pretty much everything. Yeah. Like, so there was this lady who she had really fine hair and the lady put a wig on and it blended right in and she colored it and customized it. And I asked her, Hey, how did you do that? And so that's how I got into getting certified for that. So you've made a career change based off a TikTok video. <laughs> that's really crazy how big like that impact is on our, yeah. on our everyday lives. Right. Yeah. For me, I just learned how to make like cinnamon rolls with like <laughs> right? heavy whipping cream. Right. right? Um, and so, several other things that probably don't matter. But, <laughs> um, why do you decide that cutting hair was the right thing for you? Well, I've always, since I was little gravitated towards, I played on my Barbies and I played on my friend's hair and in high school, I was always, um, you know, styling and wanting to touch people's hair. And plus, once I got into it, when somebody loves their hair, it's literally the best feeling in the whole world. Like to, I've had people come back and say, you literally made me feel so confident. Thank you so much. And they will bring you presents. <laughs> so wow. yeah, like it's a huge, huge on people's self-esteem. Do you remember like the first uh, person that you cut their hair? Was it yourself? No, actually, I did never. I never cut my own hair. Okay, which I'm. I've my daughter did other, that. Yeah. She gave herself a bullet. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, but. I cut everybody else's hair. So okay. I think again, it was just natural for me to go into hair. I knew that I didn't want to. With college and stuff, I just knew that I was going to go into hair. So I didn't even apply to college. I just went to hair school. And yeah, just right away, that's what I want to do. And just I'm doing always, it and haven't looked back. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How long have you been cutting hair? Um, I've been doing hair for 10 years. Okay. And um, so how many people do you think you've actually um, cut or styled? How many different people have you helped? I would probably say at least 2000 people. I've, really? Yeah. Okay. So you'd say that you're an expert now? Yeah, I definitely okay. would say that I'm a I, color specialist. And then cutting is hair cutting is probably my second favorite because they go hand in hand. Um, but now I'm going to be a hair loss, hair restoration expert. 
That's really cool. Is there a ton of people in this area that do that kind of thing or no, it's new. new? It's a new technique. So what it is, is it's like a non-toxic, um, uh, glue that they put on and you glue it on there and the glue activates with the heat of your body. And so like it fuses on, so you can like swim and do all that stuff too. How long does it stay on or does it have to For be about, reapplied? Um, I would say six to eight weeks, which is normal. Or, you know, with men, you can do the topper probably like four to six weeks. Every time you'd go get your hair cut, mm-hmm. you just, we would take it off, wash it, cut it, cut your natural hair and then reapply it. So would you say that like the level of happiness increases based on the type of thing that you're doing for them? Like I, I, I would think like if I was low on hair and I could suddenly have a full head of hair that made me look younger, that would really put a smile on my face. Yeah. So funny. I, I shaved my head like four weeks ago. All right. And I did it just because I've always colored my hair, you know, but in that I did not, because I did it to myself, I didn't necessarily expect to be shy about it when I went in public. I mean, they don't know me. They don't know that I just cut my hair, but I did, you know, so I wanted to like kind of hide, which gave me just another level of empathy for doing this because I did it to myself and I was like nervous and shy to go out in public versus people who they can't control it. Women who have alopecia, men who have alopecia, cancer patients, you know, so like it, that was very surprising. So it just, it's, it's really huge on your self-esteem. And I think I would like you saying that, like, I, I think we're a lot more critical of ourselves yeah. than, than other people are yeah. even critical of ourselves. Yeah. Right. So, um, we, we tend to think that other people are thinking something about us mm-hmm. and they're not, they're just, you know, going about their lives and we're thinking it and yeah. kind of projecting that out there. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting that you have that experience now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I did not expect that. I really was like, wow. Okay. I think kind of the same thing happens for me when I let my hair go too long and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's going over my ears. <laughs> yeah. Nobody notices except yeah. for me. Right. right. But right. then, um, that's good. And but you feel like everybody's looking and yeah. like, oh, I need a haircut. Oh, you know, that makes but, you, huh? And I guess it also goes to say, uh, if, if you're happy with yourself, whatever that may, may be, right. Whether mm-hmm. it's, uh, getting, um, hair, medical hair, non-surgical t- hair treatment or mm-hmm. getting it colored or getting it cut, it makes you feel good about it yourself. Yeah. Right? Hair is very powerful. And I think that's one of the things being a hairstylist that I've learned is it really affects people's self-esteem. So like, let's just say you're having a good hair day, you know, you get a fresh haircut, you have a good hair day feel good. I look yeah. good. I feel good. Versus you go to a, somebody that's not your normal stylist and yep. they don't cut your hair the way that you know, you're like, Oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta walk around until this grows back. <laughs> it's, it's really strange to think about like when you actually think about it, mm-hmm. like how big of an impact that yeah. has. Um, I know from personal experience, I've had bad haircuts, which probably nobody could tell except for me. Right. And it, ruined my mood yeah. and I've had really good ones and I just leave there feeling like, um, was there another term other than a million bucks? But, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, it's, uh, it definitely has a huge impact and I'm sure that, you know, people that you help appreciate that. Yeah. So. And I think that's the best feeling in the world. Like having somebody leave and you can just see in their whole, 
posture and everything, how confident they feel. They're looking at themselves in the mirror, every, every mirror in the salon, you know? So like, yeah, what a, what a great feeling that is. Yeah. So, um, do you have any like business partners or is this something that you do by yourself? So as of right now, um, it's just me, but one of the girls I went to hair school with reached out and, um, she actually is getting certified in it. Okay. And non-surgical hair replacement. So then once she gets certified, we're talking about collaborating. Um, and then I would love to get a whole team of us to, together. So, um, how did you actually like, so you said TikTok that you found out about this. Um, are you using that to find new customers now? Um, yeah. So I kind of, social media is really huge yeah. and I am on the back end of social media. So like, I'm just coming to like TikTok is huge, yep. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. And so that's really how I get my clients online. And then I have like the best clients in the world. So they always refer people to me. That's true in any business, right? Yeah. People want to refer people that yeah. do a good job and yeah. that make you happy. And um, that's kind of the uh, center of your job, right? Yeah. Like that's what you do is make yeah. people happy and yeah. do a good job at it. Yeah. So what would you say is the like biggest thing that you've learned in the 10 years of um, cutting hair and being a hairstylist, now the surgical, non-surgical hair styling thing? Um, what would you from starting a business to today, what would be the biggest thing you've learned? Probably how powerful your hair is. Just, it affects people's, it affects their self-confidence a lot. And um, I think people is like, oh, it's just hair. It's not, no big deal, yeah. you know, but it, it really is a big deal. The people say that it's just hair probably yeah. are the ones that already have it, right? Yeah. They don't know yeah. what it's like to not have it. Yeah, not have it or... Um, have a bad haircut, bad color, something, you know, like, yes, it is just hair, but I have to walk around like that until it grows back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Could be weeks or months. Yeah. Or yeah. Longer. Um, so you originally started and you were working at a different place. How long have you had your own business that you're, that you're running? So I've been at Sola Alpine Summit for a year and a half. Um, before that I was chair renting and the opportunity kind of just presented itself to have my own suite. And so I'm in there, right? Okay. Next to Petco and Party City. Okay. Target. And um, what piece of advice would you give somebody that's looking to get into doing what you're doing? Um, I would say that it can be scary, but take that jump because it's very rewarding. I think the reward definitely outweighs like the, ah, uh, it's the risk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you're getting into it for the right reasons, um, yeah. uh, it's rewarding. Yeah. So when, like when my clients, like I've had people cry because they feel like so much better about their hair and to like, just to make that impact on somebody or somebody has come back and they're like, Rachel, you literally made my whole weekend. Like I did not feel good. I didn't want to go out. And then you did my hair and like, I, I feel so much better and to come back and, for somebody to say that is like, wow, cool. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a lot of people that could do their job their entire lives and never have anybody say that they made an impact on their life. Yeah. And that's yeah. really cool that you get that experience. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part. Doing what you like to do, mm -hmm. right? So um, how do you, like, so how many hours a week are you working or um, is, this, is this something that you're um, 
Yeah. How many hours a week are you working? So I work um, Tuesday through Saturday. And so I usually work probably about 35 hours. Okay. And um, how do you um, maintain like a good work-life balance? Um, well, I feel like when you have your own business, you kind of never shut that off. But Tell me about <laughs> it. Um, I'm definitely like putting my phone down and just spending time with me and my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, they can wait. Whereas like after nine o'clock, business is closed. You can't just call a business. You know what I mean? The av- the usual businesses. So I'm kind of like putting boundaries on that. And then when I'm at work, you just put, I put my all into it. Yeah. And so. setting, setting uh, proper expectations for the yeah. people you're working with mm-hmm. and your family too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing in real estate. Um, more than probably most people realize is you, you're on all the time yeah. and um, you got to know when to shut that off. It's hard. And spend yeah. time with the people that need you at that time. Right? Especially too, because like if your family depends on you, you want to keep, you know, like, okay, I want to keep talking to this client. I want to book this appointment. You know, it's not like where I can just go in and somebody's there for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I have to do it. Yeah. So I- it's hard to kind of turn it off. I talk to my team sometimes and they're like, well, they called and wanted to see a house at four o'clock. So I dropped everything to make that <laughs> happen. But call your dentist and ask, you know, them to make an appointment for you at four o'clock. See what happens. Right. right. He's going to say, I can get you in four o'clock in three months. Right. Right. So, right. Um, just uh, respecting your time and um, setting boundaries yeah. is super important. Yeah, so definitely. I'm definitely important. Figure that out. So. Um, what's one of the like most fun hairstyles you ever done? So, um, I have two, one I did was like a sunset replica of like her hair. So it was like started out purple and it went down to like, um, just look like what a sunset would look like. Okay. And I called that don't let the sunset on your dreams. (laughs) And then, um, this one recently I just did, she sent me a picture of trees and she said, I want you to do this color like so like replicate what these autumn trees look like so we did green in her hair cranberry um like a yellow orange and it it looked like what you would see outside with the changing colors it was really cool what's the most amount of colors you put into one hairstyle oh gosh probably like seven okay so when i think the tree hairstyle i I might i have daughters i have Mm -hmm. have 10 year old twin daughters that oh, cool. um watch tr- trolls and mm-hmm. there's a, a hairstyle in there called a, a tree and yeah um basically that's like really all i can do is put a bunch of barrettes or <laughs> hair ties in there and make it look like a tree right but it, it's crazy so yeah. i i can appreciate what you do <laughs> yeah. um so um why do you think grand rapids needs your services what makes you different than other places that are around or other options that people have? Well, because I think, you know, hair loss does affect men, women, children, or like people that have like, you know, cancer. Um, and this is such a new system that's coming out where, you know, the glue bonds with the heat, the heat from your body bonds the glue. So like you can go swimming with it. Like you can go on a roller coaster and you, you can just like, have your life back. Be confident that be confident. it's going to be there after yeah. you're done with your activities. Yeah. Even though nobody else probably even notices, like you feel better 
more confident to go out and go with your family and, you know, okay, well, I'll go and we'll go to the park today or, yeah, you know, so like. So are you from this area? Have you always lived here? So I've lived um, in Grand Rapids. I grew up on Palmer Street between what? Anna Monroe. Okay, me too. Yeah, where? Um, I grew up on Center Street. Okay. So. Um, so I, we, I lived there and then we moved to like the outskirts of Comstock Park. Okay. So then from there, we, you know where the ballpark is? The Fifth Third Ballpark? Well, oh, now yeah. the L- yeah. MCU. Um, they actually paid my mom and dad to move out and they knocked down their house. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they built that hotel there. And then okay. we moved up to uh, Cedar. So Cedar Springs is where I graduated from, but I always gravitate back towards Grand Rapids. Yeah. I, I've i lived in Grand Rapids my entire life, and I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. But yeah. why did you choose Grand Rapids to open your or to run your business? And because Grand Rapids is so busy and growing. It's, a, it's like growing so fast. So I feel like there's a lot of opportunities that are going to constantly be and the diversity of it. Yeah. I like there's so many, so many different people. So being a lifelong Grand Rapids, uh, Grand Rapidian, <laughs> yeah. um, what, what are some of your favorite places or things to do? So when I was younger, in my younger days, I loved anything that where I could dance. So like Mojo's, the Bob, but then they also have like festivals, like Blues on the Mall. Yeah. And they have a lot of festivals like that. So that was something that I love about it and then like now like the fish ladder being outside by that blue bridge they have like a trail next to the river okay you can just be there and it's like so yeah it's so calming and like nice spending a lot of time downtown yeah um have you looked into what they're going to be doing with the river in the next few years no so they're doing a restoration project it's it's i to my knowledge, it's approved, and they're actually going to convert the river back to the way it was Whoa, um, cool. when before Grand Rapids was even here. Yeah. So removing parts of the fish ladder, bringing in natural elements, and really kind of revitalizing the river and making it more usable. Wow. So it's really cool. Yeah, so. that would be really cool. I love history. So, like, seeing what Grand Rapids used to be, too, Yeah, like, that would be cool to kind of, like, see it go through. 360. Yeah, being on, on Palmer, I'm sure you lived in an old house. And mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, growing up over there, it's like the houses were all built in the early 1900s. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, the history, um, we tore apart a wall and there was actually like a board from a old factory that burned down Whoa. in the building. So with, yeah. with char marks on it and everything. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting to kind of learn the story of that. And, yeah. Um, all the things that you can take away from old homes, but yeah. Um, what would you say to somebody thinking about moving to Grand Rapids? How would you describe this area to someone that doesn't know it? I would say that there's, again, a lot of diversity. Um, it's really popular and growing, um, but I love it too because there's a festival for everything. Yeah, I feel like there's always some sort of festival or celebration going on. So I feel like not only is there a lot of diversity, they celebrate the diversity. Yeah, the um, the Greek festival is really cool. They got Pulaski days. Pulaski There's days. So many different yeah. things. Yeah, um, totally get the that. The art, what is that? Art prize. Art prize. Yeah, but bum that that's actually gonna change and go away. For I a know. Little while, I so. you know I didn't realize until a few years ago how big that is. People come from all over the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. 
to be an art prize. Yeah, it's uh, something that comes up in Grand Rapids Inform because people will from other parts of the country or other countries yeah. um, will reach out on there and ask about, hey, I'm coming to Grand Rapids for our prize. And it really just puts a uh, bigger, bigger lens on it and how like big um, our prize is. And um, it, it, it is a bummer that we're losing it yeah. um, temporarily, I think, yeah, but yeah. Um, hopefully it comes back in a, in a stronger way. Yeah. Well, it's cool too that they let art prize people keep their stuff, you know what I mean, like throughout the city. So there's some statues from a few years ago that are still, people will let you keep it. So I think that's cool. It adds a little bit of uniqueness. Yeah, one of the first art prizes actually had um, that dragon in the water. Mm -hmm. Then they had it at the zoo for a while. Yeah. And then it turned green and they got rid of him. I don't know where he is now. But I've I've, uh, seen quite a few like art prize things in people's homes, mm-hmm. um, you know, showing properties and seeing the, yeah. the art and no, the history and stuff. Crazy it's stuff, really yeah. cool. So it had, it's had a huge impact on Grand Rapids. Yeah. What do you do with your um, your kids like outside? Like, what are some family activities that you enjoy? Um, we really love like drawing, and so we do a lot of chalk art. Oh, really? Okay. And um, like downtown, there's those. They, like, spin. I don't even remember what they're called. The buttons? No. Um, they're, like, in the wintertime. So, like, they're, like, lights. Oh, yeah. They're, they they just released the new um, things that they're going to do for the World of Winter Festival. Yeah, like yeah. Like, last year they had those giant rabbits. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Those are really cool. Like, just going out, being outside, and I don't know, just... I don't think that we had that when, I, when we were little, so... It was, it was pretty boring. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I, like... To be a little kid, to get it, be able to play with this stuff, I think is really cool. New experiences yeah. and everything. So um, who has had the biggest impact on your life, whether business or personal? I think my mom, because okay. she's like growing up, it was me and my three sisters. And then my dad, unfortunately, had health issues. And sure. so she's like the definition of strong because she just resilient you know and I think that three girls yeah yeah that like helped push me in like my business you know like okay don't give up keep going you can do it kind of stuff so like just seeing how strong she was I think gives me the motivation to keep going that's really cool and um that motivation I'm sure your kids are going to pick up from you and your work ethic and everything that you do so that's that's Awesome. So, um, what what is uh, one of the biggest challenges you faced as an entrepreneur? With hair, there's so many people, and you have to really stand out. You have to love it and keep going because people will write you off real quick. Yeah, it's and passion is something that shows, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you really have to like what you're doing in order for people to want to use your services and it's it's super obvious that you really like what you're doing yeah thanks um that's where meraki came from is it means to like to love something and leave a piece of your soul and essence in your work so that's where like i got rachel meraki from okay um so what's the name of your your business uh radiant creations and where did that come from that came from because when people like love their hair and they feel so great they literally radiate yeah. And so, and like, I'm creating like, Hey, here's this picture, you know, and I'm talking to you. And so we can, um, 
you know, like customize it to you, like your hair color or something. And so I'm literally creating something radiant. Yeah. Somebody's radiant, yeah. So we, we connected through Grand Rapids Informed. How has that like impacted you? Like what do you get from Grand Rapids Informed? Oh, I love it because um, everybody's so helpful on there. And um, one time I did ask, like, hey, would anybody be interested in um, second, like, a later salons being open a little bit later? And I got so many stuff feedback. on feedback on that. And, like, then there are people that are like, no, I, I wouldn't like that. Or, yeah, I would. But most of it is really positive. And so, like, that or, like, any type of questions that people have, I, like – I like going on there and watching just because you never know what people are going to ask and what the answers are. So, like, oh, okay, well, let's go try this new restaurant. I saw it on Grand Rapids Informed. So, so you mentioned that Grand Rapids Informed is super helpful. Do you feel like Grand Rapids itself is super helpful, or is it um, different online than it is in real life? I would say 50-50. I feel like... People want to help you, but at the same time, like. I, I would feel personally that Grand Rapids itself, like being in other parts of the country, Grand Rapids is definitely more helpful as a, as a city than most, like, like ask somebody for directions here and you're oh, going to yeah. an answer, right? Yeah, that's, um, that's a good point. So uh, you go somewhere else and they're going to just like roll up their windows and yes. keep going, right? You know what? I've actually, we went to Florida one time. And I asked somebody where the pop was, and he literally just like turned and like nodded over there, like, "Oh, where are we? Where are we looking at?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you're but, talking to me, like, yeah. If I was, if I, I was to do here. it here, like, hey, yeah. we always say like, um, ask where Uzumazak is, is Kalamazoo backwards, and people will give you directions to it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I should try that one. <laughs> um, so if you could go back to your 18-year-old self um, when you're first getting started, I know you like kind of knew at a young age what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. but if you can go back to your 18-year-old self, um, what's one piece of advice that you would give yourself then that you know now? Stop trying to fit in because I think I was made to stand out, whereas like I, I've always felt like different, I guess I would say. But, like, my group, I don't have one, like, one specific group of friends. I was kind of that girl that literally, like, floated around in high school through everybody. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, the jocks, the cheerleaders, the nerds, the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, every different, I guess, social. And I just never had a group. But I think that now that was something that's a strength versus just fitting in and going along with the flow. Yeah, I think that that can, if you try too hard to fit into one type of mold, just be yourself right. and um, treat people like people yeah. and get to know them on an on a individual basis is really kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah. So like my clients, they're all, they're all different. I don't have, you know, like some stylists will have like a type of client that they have, but mine are literally all over. So okay. it's very eclectic, I think. So it's very obvious that you really like what you're doing mm-hmm. and you get joy out of making other people happy. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate your time here talking with us about that. I appreciate you um, having me. How could somebody get in touch with you if if they wanted to, to um, learn more about what you do or to take advantage of your services? So my I'm on Instagram and that is uh, Rachel Meraki hair underscore 22. Okay. 
And then Facebook is Rachel Morak Radiant Creations by Rachel Moraki. Okay. And then I have TikTok, which is just Rachie Rach. And then uh, my business number is 616-216-8272. What type of uh, videos and content are you posting on Instagram and TikTok? Um, My TikToks, my clients actually really like them as we've just been doing like, um, for instance, there's one where we did the gingerbread man and kind of used it like in the hairstylist world. Like in the video, it's me and her we're two independent stylists, so we don't get a lot of stylist time, I guess. Sure. And so when she comes in, we kind of gossip. And so it was from the Shrek, the, do you know the Muffin Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, just, just funny stuff because my clients, they're so much fun. And so TikTok's such a big thing right now. So I just – and I have my clients who are like, hey, Rachel, can we do a TikTok? Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never had anybody ask me that, so. <laughs> They're just fun. I like I like making people happy, and I like to make them laugh. And so, you know, with the TikToks, I feel like they also feel like they're helping me, you know, with yeah. my media. So they're all for it. Um, people really like to feel like they're contributing and yeah. helping people that they care about. And, and I'm sure your customers and clients care about you, too. Yeah, they're so there's I literally have the best clients in the world. They're so awesome. Um, so is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? I don't think so. Okay. I feel like we've covered, we've covered pretty much it. Okay. I appreciate you, uh, taking your time out to come talk with us and share your mission, um, with us and making people happy and, um, loving what you do. So, um, thank you for having me. Thank you. And, um, if, uh, you would like to like, and subscribe to our podcast, Um, You can do that at um, YouTube or anywhere else that you find your podcast. Okay, cool. Thank you.